Welcome to the Bucko Fever Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Franson. Thanks for uh, giving me a listen today. I appreciate it. Um, it's minor league baseball time. Um, I'm super excited to see uh, what happens with the prospects this year. No minor league season last year. So um, I really love this time of year. I love minor league baseball. I love watching these guys develop and uh, not having it last year. You know, baseball just was, even though there was a major league season, it just wasn't quite the same. Um, so I'm going to look at each of the teams. Um, I'm going to do it in parts. And this is part one. Um, looking at AAA, the Indianapolis Indians. Um, before we do that, though, let's have a message from our sponsor, Anchor. So let's take a look at the Indianapolis Indians roster. Um, there's a lot of faces here and a lot of names that we know. Uh, we kind of know what we're getting there. With the, the Pirates should know what they're getting there. Um, to me, this is like the least exciting roster um, of the whole group. There are, there are some promising guys here, um, but there's just a lot of... Guys who've had a shot and maybe not produced. Um, some we've seen this year, some we've seen over the last couple years. Um, but uh, there's still there's some decent names here. So let's start with the pitching staff. Um, first is reliever Tyler Bachelor. We know what we're getting with Bachelor. Throws hard, has control issues. Um, could he see time in Pittsburgh again? Sure. He's a depth option. You know, he could turn it around. Um, but, again, you know, we, we kind of know, the Pirates know what they have with Bachelor. Um, next up is Chase DeYoung. Chase DeYoung's actually going to be the opening starter for the Indians this year. Um, ben Sherrington has said that they are going with a six-man rotation pretty much throughout the minors, so that's interesting. Um, Chase DeYoung brings a... Um, kind of, a, I guess, a veteran presence to this group. Um, he had a really good spring. Now, Chase DeYoung for the spring, you can't really ask um, for for too much more uh, from him. So, I mean, we'll see what he does. Uh, this year he's had shots in the majors before. Um, his career minor league numbers are pr- pretty good. Um Overall, um, but like I said, what what we saw in spring training was pretty um, encouraging from DeYoung, and I think honestly, if they hadn't signed uh, a guy like uh, Trevor Cahill, we might see DeYoung uh, right now up in the majors, whether it be in the pen or in the uh, rotation. Uh, but he's he's a guy to watch because. He is controllable. Um, he still has um, quite a few years left of controllability. Uh, he could factor in if he just if he can pitch well in AAA. I think we'll see him at some point, especially once some guys um, get dealt. He's not what you would consider a prospect per se, but he is a person like a person of interest um, because he. You know, if he is turned around, he could just be a, you know a diamond in a rough. You know that lucky uh, lottery ticket you, you know, bought the you know, bought low and 
you know, pitches really well. So due to his controllability, he could factor into this um, to this rotation or the even the Pirates rotation for the Pirates rotation for a couple of years. Um, again, that's best case scenario. Uh, worst case scenario, he just provides some depth at AAA. Um, next guy up is Matt Eckelman. Uh, Matt Eckelman's been around for a while in the Pirates system. Um, he has primarily been a reliever. And he generally has had pretty good numbers. Um, he did run into a wall with AAA. Um, so, like, in 2019... In Altoona, he was one for five. He pitched in 45 games, had a 3.33 ERA, 23 saves. Um, I saw him pitch in Altoona uh, a couple times there at the end of 2018 and in 2019. Um, he's pretty. He can be pretty effective. He doesn't really have like a real dominant pitch um, per se, and he doesn't throw particularly hard. Um, so for Matt Eckelman to um, to make the majors, he's going to need to um, get the velocity up a little bit, uh, or um, get one of his uh, breaking pitches to do a little more to be a, a better out pitch. Um, because when he came to AAA at the end of 2019, he pitched in three games. And he got hit pretty hard. The ERA went was up at fifteen forty three. Um, that's not good. So Eckelman hasn't seen a lot of time in AAA. This could be a good year for him to take a step forward um, and become a, a a piece of the Pirates bullpen going forward. And he very well could. Um, he has really good command, really good control. He just needs an out pitch, or you know, at least get a few miles per hour on on the fastball. The next guy up is. Um, Jandel Gustave um, signed as a minor league free agent last year to a two-year deal. Um, Pirates didn't promote him last year. Um, so he's not uh, the youngest guy. Um, he's 20, uh, 28. I'll be 29 in October. Um, he's just, he's depth. Um, you know, if he pitches well, you could see him, uh, come up, um, to the Pirates at some point this year, especially like once they start moving guys. But he, you know, he spent all of 2019, most of 2019 in between the minors and, uh, between AAA and the, the San Francisco Giants, did throw pitch twenty three innings for the Giants in two thousand nineteen, ERA of two ninety six. Uh, he doesn't strike a lot of guys out. Uh, pitched twenty four twenty four in a third inning, uh, struck out fourteen guys. Um, so, if he puts up those kind of numbers at AAA, we very well could see him. Uh, squeaking to the bullpen once some spots become available, whether it be injury or trade. 
Um, Gustave may be one of the first guys up just because of that major league experience, just to see what he can do. But, you know, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, Jeff Hartley. We've already seen Jeff Hartley this year. I don't believe he pitched, but he did come up. Um, he looked pretty good last year. In 2019, it was a rough debut year for him. Uh, Hartley could be a piece of the, the bullpen's future. Um, he was on the 40-man, so he'll move back and forth this year quite a bit um, just because of that. You know, they can move him easier. They don't have to worry about putting him through um, putting him through waivers or anything like that. So uh, we'll see more Hartlieb um, this year. Uh, newcomer to AAA this year is lefty Joe Jacques or Jocks. I'm not quite exactly sure how to say his last name. I would assume it's Jacques. Um he was a 30, 33rd round pick of the Pirates back in 2018. Uh, in 2019, he pitched through three levels of the minors, finishing up in Altoona, uh, similar to a guy like uh, John O'Reilly, who we'll talk about uh, when we get to Altoona. Um, the thing with, with Jacques is he is a lefty, and he has like a – Kent to call the submariner type delivery. So, um, again, he. I don't know where he profiles. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what he does against the upper level. Um, I saw some videos of him um, this offseason, and I believe I saw that his velocity was up. Um, so, uh, I don't know if he'll make the team this year. Um, but he could. Um, his He throws fastballs that sit in the upper 80s. So, again, doesn't throw hard, does have a good slider, and I believe a changeup. Um, I think he got the velocity up on the fastballs a little bit, and that's really something I think he'll need. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens with Jacquez. Uh, but it's interesting to me that he, you know, isn't going back to repeat um, – Altoona, even though he just won game in 2019. Um, so, Kyle Keller acquired this year for cash. Um, he's the guy that essentially got Edgar Santana off the roster, so they must like him more than Edgar. Um, Keller is a right handed pitcher, uh, 27 or 28 years old. In 2019, he pitched um, for the Marlins in 10 games, saw an ERA of 338. Um, That was in 10 and and 2 thirds innings, four runs. Um, This year, he saw two, I'm sorry, last year in 2020, he saw two games with the Angels for a 7.71 ERA. So the numbers for him aren't. Um, super exciting. He is a straight reliever. Um, in the minors, his ERA was uh, pretty consistently in the um, in three, low three um, range. Uh, so I, he is on the forty man. Um, he'll probably 
I would think he would be the next guy designated for assignment if they need to clear a spot. Um, probably between him and, and Sean Poppin at this point. But with Poppin, you know, he has been in the majors um, this year. So um, they might prefer him over Keller. We'll see. So the next guy is James Marvel. We've seen James Marvel. I think we kind of have an idea what James Marvel has done. He had a really rough spring. Um, James Marvel is is depth. Like he's going to be in this AAA rotation. Um, if he makes it to the majors, that means a lot of guys have gotten hurt for the Pirates. Um, is James Marvel going to be a major league pitcher? I honestly don't know. I don't know how effective he'll be. I think like probably he goes to the bullpen at some point um, to be a long. Um, Reliever, I think that's his best, his best bet at sticking. Um, but you know, in 2019, pitched in four games for the Pirates with an 8.31 ERA. Um, minor league numbers, pretty good. But um, you know, I, I think that, that he's just he's depth. He's an emergency starter, a guy that once some other prospects push their way up from Double A could easily be moved to the bullpen. Uh, then we got Nick Mears. Uh, we'll see Nick Mears again. Nick Mears throws hard. Nick Mears is one of those fun stories uh, where a guy goes undrafted and um, just moves quickly through the minors. Last year got called up to the Pirates basically because they had nobody else, just so many injuries. Um, he looked okay at times. I mean, he only pitched in four games, a 540 ERA. Um, four hits, three runs, um, walk seven, and struck out seven. That's uh, a little too many walks. Um, but Nick Mears has been uh, pretty solid in the minors. So we'll see um, how he does with a full year at AAA because he has never really pitched at this level. So um, hopefully... I think he'll, he should be the closer there. Um, we'll see what happens with him. Next guy's Braden Ogle, um, lefty. We've seen Ogle um, in spring training. Ogle's one of these guys that um, has just dealt with injuries um, throughout his entire um, minor league career. Uh, he could um, – I, I could see Ogle making the Pirates this year. Um, I like Ogle. I like, um, you know, what he has. Um, his fastball sits in the upper 90s. He's um, a good slider because it has, like, a really good break to it. Um, so we'll see. I think, again, I think he could be a good reliever. Being a lefty helps him. Um, anxious to see what he does for the Indians this year. Um, and then Chase and Shreve, I don't, I still like, I'm shocked that Chase and Shreve um, didn't make the major league roster. I thought he was pretty much a given after he was signed. Um, due to his major league experience and the success that he's had, um, I would, I would assume Shreve probably has an opt out, maybe a late June opt out or something like that. Um, I, I think the Pirates will see Shreve. Um, this year, um, but you know, he'll start in AAA. Uh, see what he does. Being a lefty, it helps him. 
being that he doesn't have options available or anything like that hurts him. So the Pirates are only going to call him up if they feel like he can stick on the roster or if they're at the point where if he doesn't, they're fine with just uh, releasing him. Another guy, Shea Spitzbarth. Shea Spitzbarth was a rule fought pick in the minor league phase for the Pirates. Um, Spitzbarth saw a lot of action in the spring. Um, he looked pretty good. Uh, you know, Spitzbarth is um, 26. Been a reliever his whole career in 2019. Um, in AA, he pitched 32 games with a 2.05 ERA. Um, in the PCL and AAA, uh, he pitched in 20 games with an 8.18 ERA. That's probably what kept him from being put on a roster um, and being available in that Rule 5 um, draft. So um, Spitzworth looked pretty good in spring training. I liked what I saw from him. Uh, we'll see uh, what he does um, in AAA. I think he could be part of the Pirates' pen at some point. Um, I would say maybe even this year. Again, he's not on the 40-man, so um, there's no real rush there because um, uh, it's easier to bring guys from the 40-man up. So we'll see what happens with Spitzbarth. Then we have Bo Salser. Uh, Salser, according to Ben Sherrington, is going to be um, a starter for the Pirates. And he's pretty much been that his whole career. Um He's had decent numbers. Um, actually, he hasn't been that. I'm sorry. He hasn't been that way his whole career. Uh, 2019, he did start in six games um, for the curve. Uh, he went 8-3 and three with a 2.72 ERA. So he had good numbers. Um, interesting to see what they do with him um, as that extra starter. Um, because they have another guy that has more starting experience. Um, and that's the next guy, Cam, Cam Vo. Uh, you know, for Altoona in 2019, he pitched in 13 games, um, started all 13. Um, even in Indy in 2019, he started 13 games with a 5.05 ERA, 2.23 in. Altoona, um, I could see him working his way back into the rotation. The thing with Vo, um, I like him. He doesn't have anything overpowering. He's, his fastball sits like in the upper upper eighties, low nineties. Um, if he were to convert to a reliever, um, he would probably get a couple upticks on the velocity, uh, which would make him more uh, effective. Um, so we'll see what happens with with that. Um, the other guy there is out of the pen. Another guy is uh, Blake Wyman. is a lefty. Uh, we saw him in spring. I like Wyman. I think Wyman uh, is going to be in the Pirates' pen at some point, either this year or next year. Um, depends on what he does You know, with a full year in AAA. Uh, Wyman um, has been pretty effective in his minor league career. Um, back in 2019, uh, he pitched four Altoona and Indy, and Altoona had 16 games, 186 ERA, 
eight more games added up in Indy with a 4.63 ERA. Um, he doesn't really walk a whole lot of guys. That's the nice thing about Wyman. I've seen Wyman pitch, um, and he doesn't have um, real dominating stuff either, but he, um, he doesn't walk a whole lot of guys, and that's the most important thing. If you don't have dominating stuff, um, you can't afford you got to have good command, and, and Wyman has that. So um, I think Wyman plays in the future uh, for the Pirates in the bullpen. Uh, the next guy and another member of this rotation is Stephen Wright, the knuckleballer. Um, he's the veteran of this group um, quite a bit. Um, he is um, you know, 37. <laughs> oh, well, 36, sorry. He'll be 37 this year. Um, Stephen Wright's kind of a, he's a wild card. He doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, here in this rotation, I would personally rather see um, a younger guy, like that you may actually see in the future, be, um, be in this rotation other than Wright. I get it. If Wright pitches really well and you can get him up to the majors a little bit, uh, you might be able to deal him for something. Um, but I mean, Wright could, I mean, he has pitched out of the pen too. I'm actually surprised that's that they've chosen to possibly start him. Um, we'll see how that works. Like I said, there's guys here that Cam, Cam Vo could easily move into the rotation. Um, and then the big guy, Miguel Yuhuri. Yuhuri is the best prospect in this rotation. Um, by quite a bit. We've seen him already in the majors, and he pitched pretty well. Um, you know, Yuri coming over uh, in that Jamison Tyon deal. Um, Yuri has a pretty good future with the Pirates, and I guess we'll see him more at some point this season. Once a starter is moved um, or hurt, Yuri is an easy, an easy guy to move up because he is on the 40-man roster. Um, so the rotation for the uh, Indians looks like it's De, De Young, Marvel, Salser, Wright, and Yuhure. Oh, and Cody Pounce. Uh, Cody Pounce is not on their website, actually, looking at the roster, but, um, you know, he'll, he should be the other starter there. Uh, so, you know, De Young, Pounce, Marvel, Wright, uh, Yuhure, and then Salser. That should be their rotation. Um, you know, th this group, I like the bullpen arms more than I do the starters, um, with the exception of, um, you know, the top couple, um, Yuhure, uh, DeYoung, to an extent. I really am curious to see what he'll do. And then uh, Cody Pounds. So um, we'll see what happens then with... Um, the rest of these guys, um, but, you know, on to the offense. So the position players are an interesting group, I guess. Um, you know, they've got one guy that's on the 40-man roster. And normally that means that they have a bunch of other guys that are, you know, highly, or, you know, touted, highly touted prospects that haven't had to be added yet, but not in this case. Um... Triple A is 
loaded with guys who have already been designated for assignment by the Pirates at one point. Um, and a couple guys who I think are getting like an aggressive push. Um, so let's take a look at them. I mean, catching, uh, newly added Christian Betancourt, just added him today. You know, you may remember Betancourt from several years ago. Um, highly touted prospect and has never really produced in the major leagues. Uh, hits the cover off the ball in AAA and then the minors, but never really been able to convert that. And he is almost, he'll be 30 in, in uh, September. I'm not sure why they signed Bentoncourt, but, you know, who knows. Um, the rest of the catchers, you know, Jason DeLay we saw in spring training. Um, he's the young version of the other two guys, Joe Hudson and Andrew Suzak, these are defense-only guys. Uh, they have a, they can hit a little bit, but it's nothing, you know, to write home about. Like it's nothing real exciting uh, here in the catching core. Just working with the young pitching staff, hopefully helping them develop. Um, infielders, uh, you got Will Craig. He's a familiar name here. Uh, I don't know if. I can't say that we've seen we'll see Will Craig again. I can't say we've seen the last of Will Craig. Uh, Will Craig could find his way onto the roster again if they have a bunch of injuries, or if you know Todd Frazier were to get cut. Um, you know, once Hayes comes back, if Frazier's in hitting, I feel he's the odd man out. Um, if Will, Colin Moran would then get hurt, I mean, do you give Will Craig a look, especially if he's hitting here in AAA. Um, but we'll see. Then the rest of the infield are two guys that you know that made a, a pretty aggressive jump here. And Connor Kaiser, um, he's jumping two levels. Uh, he didn't see high A or double A. He's coming straight to triple A. Um, you know he's a defense, been a defense only guy with some, I guess, a little bit of speed, but um, he hasn't hit in the minors. Um, you know he's a Vanderbilt product, third round pick. You know just maybe something clicked last year somewhere along the lines but you know just getting an aggressive push i guess because there's other um my guess is there's other more highly touted guys that actually need the time in those lower levels so why not just bring kaiser up i mean he's a a vanderbilt product so he comes from a pretty uh good program um so you know we'll see what happens with him dylan buzz busby is another one um, jumping double A. Uh, Busby has a lot of pop, but not a whole lot of anything else. Um, raw power has never really been able to to hit for more uh, for more average. Um, see what happens with him. He'll he's going to be probably the third baseman. That's been primary his primary position. And then our brings us to our, our lone guy who's on the forty man roster, and that's Cole Tucker. And uh, I'm really, really pulling for Cole Tucker. Um, you know, I, he's been down in Bradenton working on stuff in, in ext- essentially spring training still. Um, so he hasn't even been at the alternate site yet. Um, I'm excited to see and hoping that something has clicked with him in uh, this little extra spring training. Uh, if, if it has, that's going to be pretty pretty big. Kevin Newman isn't holding down shortstop. 
I don't know if he's doing enough offensively to lock down second base even when they trade Adam Frazier. Um, so Cole Tucker might be able to get his get in there and get some playing time if he hits a triple A. And really, even if he just hits okay at triple A, um, get it, get him up, get him some some game action, see what he can do because there's other guys coming. Um, so the it's on their roster. There's only four guys listed on the infield, but they have a bunch of super subs. Um, so if you look at like their Ross, their outfield list, um, it's it's an odd group. So uh, let's start at the top. Anthony Alford, you know, Anthony Alford has been you know highly touted for years. Saw him at three weeks in Pittsburgh this year and was not a good showing. Um, and then the same with Dustin Fowler, <laughs> who's the next guy on the list. These guys have been given a shot already in Pittsburgh. Maybe one of them will click. Who knows? Maybe both of them will, cl- will click. But uh, they're not. It's going to be hard to get them up and onto a roster um, unless they are absolutely killing the ball. Um, or if the outfield gets decimated by injuries, these are the types of guys that they'll bring up and DFA again if they – if they falter, um, Kevin Kramer's listed as an outfielder here. He can play some corner infield and second base. Um, you know, even short if you have to. He can play all over the place. He had a really rough spring. Kramer's never been able to put it together in the major leagues, um, so he'll be all over the place. I think uh, looking to kind of solidify himself as a super utility guy. Um, you know, after him, Hunter Owen. Hunter Owen. Uh, got an invite to spring training this year. Hunter Owen is listed as an outfielder. He can play the corner infield infield spots as well. Um, Owen hit really well in Altoona in 2019 um, and then came up to AAA. Didn't really hit very well and and essentially, you know, got hurt. So, um, you know, in Altoona uh, in 2019 in the 68 games, Hit 15 home runs, about a 295 in 42 games in AAA. Uh, he hit 192 with four home runs. So ran up against some tougher pitching. Was hurt. Um, I I like Hunter Owen. I don't see him being like a like an all star or anything like that at the major league level. But I think he can get you know at least a shot, a cup of coffee. Um, you know maybe next year if. Um, you know, if, if they need a backup for um, Hayes or, you know, just a, a fourth or fifth outfielder. Um, another guy making his AAA, um, well, I guess it's his second appearance in AAA. Right, no, he did not play. Sorry, Chris Sharp. Uh, Chris Sharp made it to Altoona. In 2019, hit 11 home runs, only hit 216. That was after having a 292 average over um, 64 games in Bradenton. Um, Sharp profiles as kind of just a backup outfielder. He's got a little bit of speed, um, which is good from Sharp. Some some raw power. Um, you know, hopefully, you know he's like a diamond in the rough, maybe. Uh, but we'll see what he can do at AAA. Uh, next guy's Troy Stokes Jr. Troy 
uh, Stokes Jr., another guy who was DFA'd by the Pirates this year, um, you know, made it through right, waivers and they were able to keep him. Um, he hit a couple shots in uh, in spring training. He's got some pop. Um, he's dealt with some injuries over his minor league career, so um, it'll be interesting to see what the Pirates can actually um, you know get out of him in 2019. He hit 233 with nine home runs in, in AAA. Um, 2018, 233 with 19 home runs in AA. So he doesn't hit for a lot of contact. He does have some pop. He does have some speed. Um, stole 31 bases in 2017. Um, so um, I, I think we may see Stokes at some point this year just to, to see what he can do in the majors. Uh, you know, with the outfield, especially if there's another injury, I think they may go to Stokes before they bring Alford or Fowler back up. Um, and then the lone, I guess, big prospect offensively for the Pirates, um, Travis Swaggerty gets a push, jumps double A, gets a shot at triple A. Uh, we'll see what he can do against some some higher uh, level pitching than what he's seen. You know, 2019, 265 at Bradenton. Um, I've heard, I've read a lot that they really liked what he was able to do in the alternate uh, site last year, and feel like he's really, he's really poised to take a, a step forward. So um, here's hoping uh, because they really could use um, a good outfielder. Um, you know, he could be in center field. You know, by the end of the year or next year for the Pirates, very easily, um, and that's just by hitting. You know, if he hits 275, 10, 15 home runs, that's pretty much um, the best-case scenario for a, a Travis Swaggerty. Or, you know, better would be great, but I think that would be um, a good showing for him and get him up in the major. So that's the end of part one uh, for the minor league preview. Uh, Indianapolis Indians. Again, it'll be interesting to see what some of these guys do. Uh, they're not the most exciting group of people on pl- on paper. You know, if some of these guys turn it around and finally figure some stuff out, who knows? They, they could be productive major leaguers at this point. Um, again, really, you're just looking at Swaggerty here as the big prospect uh, with, and with Yuhure and... Um, like a Cody Pounce, Chase DeYoung, uh, even Cole Tucker kind of mixed in there. So, um, you know, see what happens with them. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Bucko Fever Pod, uh, home of the Bucko Fever Podcast blog, uh, and on Facebook at Bucko Fever Podcast. Um, and stay tuned, episode two is coming shortly. Um, We'll focus on the Altoona curve. So um, thanks for listening and have a good one.